0: This time on Matters.
1: Hey, what's happening, man? You need some help? This is an angel dust doctor. Angel dust?
0: Well, let's kick ass in. I can dig it. All, All this and more on this exciting, action-packed episode of Matters. Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters, yeah! Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them, WNBC. I am Matt Noss, with me at the table, my best friend in the whole wide world, if it isn't, Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty?
1: Matt, I, I love your stalling technique to get me to get a yawn out. <laughs> well, <laughs> you I... could you could see me struggling
0: to get that sumbitch out. It's, it's the classic Matters, you know... <laughs> Start with the highest amount of energy humanly possible. (laughs) That's what we want. And then just coast. Coast. (laughs) The coast is toast. Oh, my God. Is the coast toast? (laughs) It is. Well, unfortunately, California isn't doing well. But let's not talk about actual news. (laughs) When the news of my heart was that Netflix indeed released... My name is Dolomite. Oh. And I have watched it. I have watched it. I watched it the the night it came out and I was
1: like, "Guys, have you watched it?" No. I got halfway
0: <laughs> through and then I f- I fell sleep. sleep. Not a qu- not a comment on the quality of the movie. No, just a comment on the status of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fell asleep. Plus
1: you are a sleepy man.
0: You I'm a sleepy man and add a baby to the mix and it's It's, it's just sleeps Snooze City, USA. <laughs> The good name it. <laughs> it's just going to be Snooze City USA yeah. population. Me, me and my pillows. <laughs> so I watched it and I loved it. Me too. I I love
1: that they made everybody, I don't want to say relatable, but god damn it. Rudy Ray Moore came off as fucking plucky as hell. Yes. Like, he just, I love that he basically willed everything into existence, where it was like, Rudy, your your stand-up routine is terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, and I'm going to listen to that guy that comes into the record store. I'm going to write down his act. I'm going to make it mine. I'm going to kill. I'm going to record my own party album in someone's fucking living room.
0: Unbelievable. None of it should have worked, and everything worked. So I've been watching a ton of cast interviews, mm. and there's a, about a thirty-minute Netflix one with the whole cast. Oh no way! And Eddie Murphy's a very interesting character because you can kind of see that he is—he has been so famous mm-hmm. for so long that he's over it and okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not... One might say he was done and through with it before you knew what to do with it. I think that's the fairest way... <laughs> to, if you had to put a name on it. <laughs> I mean, my understanding is <laughs> when it comes to rapping and a tapping... Tappin'. <laughs> oh, Dolomites. He's hotter than a heater. Sweeter <laughs> than, than a, a cheater. cheater. Um, but no, in all the interviews... He has a very laid back well I saw the one interview
1: um that we were watching trying to get a clip right uh and he he really just seems very conversational
0: yeah and well it's like he wants people to engage him about the project mm-hmm. and he's kind of not necessarily interested in talking about the past mm-hmm you know, like, I, I think Colbert asked him about some of his stuff, and he was like, oh, it's embarrassing. That suit is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Uh, the suit from Raw. Yeah.
0: yeah. And and some of the comedy is embarrassing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like,
1: well, I think I think he even said that, like, it's hard for him to watch. Yeah. Because I think the first word that comes out of his mouth is like... Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a yeah, slur for, for gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Like...
0: That's Jesus. the whole beginning of Raw. Yeah. It is that and he's like, yeah, that I you know, <laughs> yeah, I I was nineteen. Oh my god, I can't believe he was nineteen he years. He was old. nineteen when he got SNL. Yeah, and he made Trading Places in forty eight hours while he was on the cast of Saturday Night Live. Oh my god, he is a star of which we have not seen. Yeah, that is that that is just
1: insanity and i mean to think that he was he was on top for a long time decades yeah i mean i when coming america comes on uh, coming to america comes on um coming america different thing way Um, different different thing not uh, as popular not as popular (laughs) with mixed company (laughs) but uh but coming to america god if i don't stop and watch every
0: time yeah She's your queen Queen to be. (laughs) So he has said in the second uh, Coming to America 2 that everybody is back, including sexual chocolate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John Landis, I'm assuming, is directing? I don't know who's
0: directing. It
1: better be John fucking Landis, I'll tell you that much.
0: But all I know is that Wesley Snipes is the enemy Sweet. So in the interviews that are for uh, For dolomite, yeah, Wesley Snipes, everybody's kind of like very thankful to Eddie Murphy for allowing them to be in this project, Mm -hmm. and Eddie Murphy is completely uncomfortable with their with with their their thanks, yeah, with their praises and thanks, and he's like, "You guys earned it. Like I didn't have to, but it gets to Wesley Snipes, and Wesley Snipes was like. Well, I didn't get coming to America and I thought you hated me. And Wesley and, and Eddie Murphy goes, "No, you didn't get coming to America cuz you looked more African than me." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't he was going to be playing uh the the Soul Glow Oh guy. no way. That was what Wesley Snipes was up for. Oh my god, so instead said it went to uh Eric
1: LaSalle. Eric LaSalle, thank you. Uh, and i was gonna say eric andre and i was like nope different different guy right
0: and, and uh you know eddie, eddie murphy was like that was who we needed we we needed me to look more african and if we would have had you you would have looked like the king of zamunda and not me and, and and he's like and that couldn't be and then you can see it in wesley snipe's face like I wish I would have known that. <laughs> and he says that a lot. He's mm-hmm. like, I honestly wish I would have known that because I have carried that along, around for such a long time.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And he's like, but it also had a fuel under me to keep me going. Mm-hmm. Like to get to. Right, right, you know, right, right. Like I don't think I would have been able to do New Jack City or any of mm-hmm. the roles that I got famous for if I yeah. would have gotten Coming to America. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, his career would probably be completely different. Completely different. Yeah. But uh, So don't don't cry too hard, Wesley. I mean, right. I mean, but no, I totally I totally get how it's like I really wish that I would have known that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been very helpful.
0: Yeah. It's like finding out that the girl you had a crush on had a crush on you. I had a crush on you too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was I was trying to think of like a way to bring that up, but yeah. I uh, all I can really think about is is Soul Glow now.
0: <laughs> There's a moment in the in the whole interview and I want to see if you agree with this. Talking about Rudy Ray Moore, Eddie goes, like I'm on a first name basis with him. Uh, but Eddie goes, Rudy Ray Moore is the loser who refuses to lose. Oh. Yeah. He's I'll like, go along with that. Because I, I like a lot of the things that they brought to light that I didn't know until we watched the movie and mm-hmm. kind of like got re-established with Rudy Ray is How much everybody else had passed him by. Yeah. How literally he did will it into existence. Mm -hmm. Like Red Fox's label didn't want anything to to do do with with him. Yeah, no one did. And he like Eddie's like, he's not the funniest. He's he thinks Eddie Murphy thinks Rudy Ray is very funny. Mm -hmm. But he's like, he's not funny. (laughs) Which like, he's not the funniest. He's not Richard. He's not... No, definitely not. Bill. He's not any of the top guys. But right. here he is saying the foulest stuff. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's funny because he just went there. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't let anything stand in his way. Right. Because, And I think that's where the movie excels, is that it shows you how... That really raunchy, dirty blue stuff, blue yeah. stuff could be funny. Mm-hmm. If we were to put on Rudy Ray right now, I don't think you were, I would laugh. Um per se. I mean, like there's things that we're gonna laugh there, at. Yeah, there's things that we're gonna laugh at. Granted,
1: this is something that we can say 50 years after the fact, you know, mm-hmm. where Like I was talking to my coworker, Christy, the other day and she's, geez, I think she just turned 30 or no, no, no. I'm sorry. I think she's 29. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I, you know, a, a Ramones song came on from like Ramones, Ramones. And I was like, God, can you imagine what it was like in 75 when you heard the Ramones for the first time and there was nothing else like it? It was just, here's a fucking buzzsaw and a bunch of guys
0: going for yeah, it,
1: chanting at you. Like, that must have just been, what the fuck did I just hear?
0: Well, and, I remember <clears throat> the first time I heard the Ramones, <throat> Timmy had the tape and he put it on <laughs> and it was like instantly the coolest thing I've ever ever heard. heard. Yeah. Instantly. It was yeah. like... This is so much cooler than everything I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. All I listen to is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to listen to this. Yeah.
1: And what I love is that there's no pretension. There's none of that. It's if you can't get it done in 90 seconds, don't do it at all. It can't,
0: it, it shouldn't be done anyway. Yeah.
1: And it's like, oh, we're going to use the same riff as, as another song? Don't care. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, I'm singing different lyrics. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: But, I mean, just the simplicity of it, the anti-what was going on at that time Uh and rock, just everything, it must have been just such a colossal hurricane force, breath of fresh air, that it makes me think of the last episode of of Freaks and Geeks, Dungeons and Dragons, where... or I th- I, It might have been the episode before that. I take it back. But um, uh, these hippies give Lindsay Weir a Grateful Dead record. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. Mr. Mister Rosso gives it to her. It doesn't matter. And she's listening to it, uh, and, and she's talking to the hippies, and the one girl says, I wish that I had never heard it just so I could hear it for the first time again. And that just kind of makes me think of how it feels for me every time I hear the Ramones to be like, oh man, I wish I had never heard this song so I could hear it for the first right. time.
0: <laughs> well you take a look at like the 70s there, like with bands like Yes or Journey or or Bad Company or any of these bands
1: where, you know, they're they're arena rock, right? You know
0: Well I mean you even had in the early seventies you still had Zeppelin. We had Sabbath. You still I like but you had yeah, you had a lot heavier but you were heading into this weird proggy
1: Yeah, and you know, where they have huge stage set pieces or you know their their songs are eight minutes long and it's like Ooh. you could get eight Ramones songs in your one song.
0: <laughs> you could get a Ramones concert. Yeah, yeah. In in one song.
1: Well, and I mean Just seeing their early CBGB stuff was so funny because they're sitting there and they're yelling at each other and like having a fight. They they barely can keep it together. Yeah, during the concert where, you know, like Joey is yelling at at Didi and Didi is yelling at Tommy and they're just all blah, blah, blah. You Shut the fuck. Fuck you, dude. One two three four. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: oh man, it was great. But anyway, uh, Dolomite. Well, so he's he's a loser who refuses to lose. Mm-hmm. I'll and go along with that. I, I I love what that really is saying about Rudy. Like he had no quit in him. No. When you take a look at Dolomite and you see everything that it is, that it is chopped together. It truly is the th- whisper. It's barely a veneer of a plot. Of a plot, there yeah. there are so many characters in it that don't need to be no, in it. Not at all. Do they need that priest character? No. What does he even do in the movie? Besides sleeps, sleeps with that woman. Hallelujah. And and, and,
1: and and then like waves that feather. Yeah. And then uh, has unfortunate comments to make to the police yeah he doesn't need to be there there are three sets of bad guys in the movie yeah because Uh, there's mitchell and white there's the governor and there's willie green
0: and willie green's bad guys and once they take care of willie green and the bad guys the movie's over but it goes on for another 20 minutes yeah
1: well and yeah because they have to they have to go out and try and kill him and kill the hospital the governor? no they have to they have to try to kill the uh they have to try to kill dolomite in the hospital and yeah then there's then there's just, it just
0: there's that weird car chase with the governor yeah and then doesn't doesn't he get shot on like an airplane wing or something it's really weird and it, then there's the whole my favorite thing hmm. is Jerry Jones <laughs> and they, they show this in the movie. And this part is, is such a weird, like, not. Doesn't, doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is all. not how anything works. Dol- Dolomite, Dolomite has <laughs> just ripped the heart out of Willie
1: Green and some of his guts, pulled them out. And he, you know, it falls over dead. And Dolomite's just kind of sitting there, like, looking at his hand, shaking. And Jerry Jones walks in. Looks at Dolomite, looks down, pulls his gun out and shoots Willie Green on the ground and says, well, it's my my problem problem now. now. (laughs) Like, no, 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 No? there's there's a bullet in him and it's your bullet, but his guts are out. So it's not it's not even no.
0: So (laughs) I guess what's on you now is why did you shoot Shoot him? man?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had to put him out of his misery. No, he was dead.
0: Like, it's obvious he was dead. <laughs> I have... Well, like, I will always remember being in Second City and telling PJ about... PJ J. Cokes, uh, one of the owners of Go Comedy Improv Theater. And a uh, guest on the show before. Guest on the show. I will always remember telling him about the beginning of Dolomite. Because he had never seen it. Because he would never seen it. Oh, my God. And I was, like, explaining... That The sheer insanity of that first 20 minutes. There is not a more... Okay. It is not trying to be an art film. No. <laughs> no. It is not no. trying to be avant-garde. Therefore, knowing these things going in, that this is supposed to be a straight-down-the-middle action-adventure super-action movie. Yes. It is the most chaotic ramshackled insane absolutely nonsensical can't believe they ran with this yes 20 minutes of film ever yeah it's
1: i i cannot recall a movie that is that insane like the
0: room is bad mm-hmm. like i've seen the room a couple of times and the room is it's bad it is not a yeah. good movie and There's the love scenes right out right out of the gate. And then there's the little kid, the boy, like the teenager that's in bed with them, and it makes no sense at all. Not even a candle to dolomite. No. no. And the first you you can't. The first five minutes of dolomite, you have seen a boom mic for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) They're the the setup is he's in jail, and the warden wants, wants to, to see him. Yeah. Oh. There's a scene with Keegan Michael Key as Jerry Jones, Wesley Snipes as Dervel Martin, <laughs> Eddie Murphy as Rudy Ray Moore. And they are all stealing the scene. Yeah. Um friend of the show, Jen Hansen,
1: uh texted us while she and her husband Ted were watching it and Ted had a very valid point of how can three people be stealing the same scene at the same time where it's it is absolutely true, though. I mean, there were times where I was watching it and my mouth was just a gape because they were the movie was not originally what I thought it was going to be. Mm. But that was not a bad thing. I liked the direction they went and they gave enough, I hate to say fan service, but they gave enough fan service to people who loved Rudy Ray more and loved Dolomite that I didn't even care that they, they showed Dolomite 2, two scenes. scenes yeah. yeah,
0: I didn't even care. I was like, well, no, technically. <laughs> right. The, the drive, motherfucker, drive is from 2. Uh,
1: The For All Who Don't Believe I Jumped is from 2. two. Uh, bitch, Are You For Real? That's two. from 2. I thought that, God, for some reason, I thought that the bed was from 2. The bed is from 2. Oh, it was. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah, the, the fucking she won't forget yeah, okay. is from 1, where he slaps the woman while he's having sex with her.
1: Yeah, I know. I remember I remember that, but I'm talking about the bed actually collapsing. I that, thought that yes, was 2.
0: that's in Human Tornado. Yeah. The funny thing about those scenes being put into an amalgamation- I didn't even, I didn't even care. I didn't <laughs> care. I, I was like- Well, I know that's from Human Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then there was another part of me that was just like, but there's no way that you could explain, like, this is truly, like, how far he went. Yeah. You know, like, I do love that they were like, we're going to do a love scene, Mm -hmm. and the room's going to fall fall apart. apart. And I love that, like, everybody was dying laughing yeah like that everybody thought it was hysterical
1: well so the director of photography had to be frequently had to be covered in a soundproof blanket because he was laughing through almost every scene like i think that that is so like and that is no joke they had to literally put a a blanket with like the the batting around it around him when they were filming scenes, because he kept laughing and they could hear him on the on the mic, so it was like we have to wrap him in a like a blanket or something, shut him up.
0: There is a moment where Dervil Martin is directing one of the big action scenes from the first twenty minutes of Dolomite, <laughs> and uh, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, aka Eddie Murphy, throws a kick that misses by a country mile, which is exactly how all the kicks in Dolomite or, are. are. Yeah, and. Durvell Martin asked the DP, Is there an angle that we could use that will make it look like he knows how to fight? And the DP goes, That angle does not exist. exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I
1: laughed. I laughed so hard. And then he just was like,
0: That's rep. Or no, that's (laughs) cut. Good job. Yeah. Good good, Good job, everybody. Him leaving. Again, just watch the movie. So yeah. fucking good, so great. But him leaving after the Big Willie Green fight, mm-hmm. where he's just pretty much like, "Screw you, screw <laughs> you, screw you." It's I'd say it be a ple it was a pleasure, but that would be a lie. <laughs> well, so one of the
1: things I was surprised they didn't do was something they had to do frequently is find Dervel Martin and bring him back to set because he was frequently drunk on set. Because he hated the movie and didn't want to do it, but he agreed to do it, and I guess he signed a contract or something, and so they had him. Oh, my God. And like, there were many times where they had to find him and bring him to set. I'm not necessarily sure those things would have made the movie better. So, hey, they made the movie, they made, and it was great, and I'm not complaining. I just, I really enjoyed it, man. I, love I, it. I thought it. Was, I thought it was great, and when I realized... Oh shit! Dolomite came out today. Right, that was that was what I did on that Friday. He's bad. bad. <laughs> oh man, He's watching watching Craig Robinson record that song, I was I was it. singing along to the entire thing. I, I told you and I told Jen this, uh, I think last week, that when Rudy actually gets to the premiere and like sees the kid and gives him the cane and stuff like choked up city over here and when um when lady reed thanks him because she was like this is the first time i've ever seen anyone that looks like me up on screen for real choked up
0: (laughs) it like that whole last 15 minutes just killed me when it when people are so excited to see the movie and they have three screenings There's just going to be a two o'clock screening yeah of the movie it's so good
1: yeah and like they they're not sure like i think they're reading the reviews on the way to oh, the yeah. premiere in the each limo one is like and each one is worse than the last just dolomite death yeah yeah i wouldn't show this to a blind and deaf dog uh, and then they get there and it's just lines around the block and the people see them and they're cheering and they get
0: out. Yeah, that that just that was a gut punch for me, man. Well, let's take a break right there and we'll be back with more matters after this. You
1: yes, do, Warden, you do know a man by the name of Willie Green, don't you?
0: Some folks say that Willie Green Was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen But I want you to hold on to your seats And hold on to them tight Cause you now get ready to see the story of me Yes, me, the baddest Welcome back to Matters.
1: Does it get better than no, that? No, uh, I'm afraid it doesn't. I'm afraid it no, does not get better than that. If you have never watched the movie,
0: why set are you aside, listening set aside, Well, yeah,
1: funny. A, why are you listening to us? And also, do yourself a favor, and you can find it on... It is honestly uh, on YouTube. Yeah. The entire movie is oh, on God. YouTube. Um, Just carve out an hour and 30 minutes, maybe... Of of a day where it's like, I have nothing to do. I'm sick. I have the flu. What you know, this isn't gonna make things worse. And watch it. I guarantee you that at the at the absolute worst, you'll just turn it off. But watch it with somebody else that likes to laugh at stuff. And I guarantee you that you will laugh your ass off. Matt, I can remember watching this with you. Oh, it is the bedrock of our friendship. <laughs> I don't think we really knew what to do with this movie the first time we watched it.
0: Well, the, the crazy thing is and this is something that you would think that we saw Dolomite first. Did we see Disco Godfather but first? But we saw Disco Godfather first. Oh man. And that's how we discovered Rudy Ray Moore. Right. Because we rewatched the scene Let me check the wires. Where Rudy Ray goes, let me check the wires. And then they move his hat Hat down over his face to put in the stunt double to do the kicks. (laughs) And there's a... uh, Disco Godfather is not as good as Dolomite. No, definitely not. But it was the perfect introduction because um, it really is insane as well but in, in a completely different in way a completely different the way first half an hour of the movie is just him as a disco dj yelling put your weight on, on it, it. <laughs> like and and it was pg that's the thing that kills me then there's another five minutes where uh his nephew bucky is on angel dust and he's yelling at Bucky. Bucky, what has you had? Bucky, what has you had? And we <laughs> We
1: We kind of lost our minds through a lot of the parts of the movie. Not as much as the end, but we'll get to that later.
0: So then in the middle of the movie is this amazing scene uh, uh, where he is his club is being because Dolomite, no matter what, Rudy Ray has a club. Yeah. And uh, the club I'm not is... Sure that, oh, yeah. He, I think he did not even in We Wheatstraw, didn't he? Yeah. He, it's always the total experience. Yeah. You know, like, it's always like that type of, of yeah, club. Yeah, of club. In oh, <laughs> fact, going back to the interview, Keegan-Michael Key's favorite Rudy Ray Moore line is, um, you got 24 hours to leave town, and 23 oh, of God. them are already oh, gone. <laughs> like,
1: Oh, God. <laughs> but... He killed it as Jerry Jones. Oh, I just have to say he fucking killed it. So amazing!
0: And then the thing that that takes this very boring movie to nostalgic heights for Matt and myself, I would say, is the end. Oh, it is one hundred percent the end. Because uh, Rudy Ray is just the Godfather, the Avenging, the Disco Godfather, and he is outside, and some people are trying to beat him up so he's in a fight and all of a sudden this jogger and i want to see it's like he's in like a green adidas type jumpsuit for some reason i thought there was also a cowboy involved there's something else going on but the guy jogging by goes hey what's going on and rudy raymore responds This This is is an an angel dust dust factory. And then the guy in the velour suit goes, Let's kick ass. And Rudy Ray goes, I I can can dig dig it!
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Just randomly during the day, this is no joke, randomly during the day, I will just send Matt a text. This is an angel dust factory. And he will text me back, Let's kick ass. Take a wild guess what's coming?
0: <laughs> I can, I dig, can it. dig
1: it. Oh man, are you looking for it right of now? Of course I am. Of course you are. There's <laughs> there's a, there's a <laughs> ten
0: minute supercut. All right, let's see. I mean, if it's not in there, that is an absolute crime against humanity. <laughs> let's see. This is the scene at the end. So let's see. Hey, what's happening, man? You need some help. This is an angel dust it. Angel dust.
1: Well, let's kick
0: ass, Sam. I can kick it. I quit comedy forever. <laughs> I stand corrected. Rudy Ray is wearing a greeny-yellow tracksuit, oh. and the guy jogging up has a baby blue and navy striped. Uh... Oh well. Oh, well. I mean, time I... to
1: end the friendship. Then I guess it's over. <sighs>
0: I can dig it. Oh, God. Let me check Check the the wires. wires. Uh, Maddie, we've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into. Uh, We will forever be into Rudy 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 Raymore. Rest in peace. Yeah, Yeah. rest in Uh, peace, Rudy. And thank you, Eddie Murphy, for uh, honoring one of the most important weirdos of our lives.
1: lives. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just going to give you no guesses as to what I'm going to talk about. Last week, there was BlizzCon, Mm. which is the weekend event that Blizzard uh, holds once a year. Where That's where they make big announcements about games and stuff like that. And I had been talking to Matt um, in the weeks previous to BlizzCon, saying along the lines of if Blizzard doesn't have something about Diablo 4, they might as well just put the for sale sign up on their building. Yeah. Well, the first thing they showed was the nine and a half minute trailer for Diablo 4. And then that was basically... I mean, you know, I don't even remember what the other game's called. Uh, what's It begins with an O. Well, there's Overwatch Over Overwatch. I was going to say Overboard, and I was like, that's a Goldie Hawn movie. Uh. Yeah, Overwatch two and uh, and WoW had had something. Yeah, and, and they I think they also talked about like Warcraft three remaster and, and or reforged is what they call it.
0: Yep, because um, they're basically introducing a Blizzard arcade, oh type situation. Cool. So I don't know if that's going to be on consoles or if it's going to be like Steam. Yeah, interesting. But none of those things had the
1: weight in my opinion of the diablo stuff where this was basically like
0: you know this was diablo gone (laughs) well they diablo is a very important game for the company but the company's at a very weird they are crossroads because they took a very hard stance on the china yeah and you know
1: the the ceo of the company got up and apologized for it and it was like okay Right direction, right direction, and then they refused to undo his ban, and it was like wrong direction, guys, wrong direction. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm I'm not. I remember reading this tweet from from a gamer who was like really disappointed to see all the protesters outside, and then hear, oh, cool, Diablo Four, like, and people like drop their signs, like, come on, guys. This is this is bigger than this is bigger than a game. Like really disappointed to hear about the people that were sitting there saying like never buying another Blizzard game. Go because- oh Diablo four never mind, right? You know and I, I really hope they stop being like dickholes. Yeah, yeah, because seriously, not a good look. I, it's not a good look. I get that China is now the number one market for games, I get it. But if you decide that that is more important than making the right choice, I'm not sure how, you know, I'm really not sure that your company will be able to survive because a lot of the games that Chinese companies putting out aren't necessarily games that americans are playing that much right especially not the people that blizzard caters to so if you are targeting the people not getting your games or i should say if you're catering to the people not buying your games instead of the people that are maybe maybe don't do that like the people that that have kept you in business this whole time will keep you in business unless you do stuff like that and unless you i mean they really fucked up last year with the Diablo Immortal um thing and then not not even a whisper about Diablo 4 like all they had to do was say hey guys we have something really cool to announce,
0: you know, next year or whatever, and it w- it could have been a a voiceover on a black screen, yeah, with the burning starting, yeah, Diablo Four soon, yeah, and like <clears throat> that would have that would
1: have gotten them something, but instead it was, hey, here's a game for your phones for casuals, that, yeah, for casuals that will probably also have microtransactions, totally, and people lost their shit, and I think that a lot of the people that are still whining about it are annoying, and they get on my nerves. Because all those things being all those things being said, Blizzard owes me nothing. Right, I bought the stuff from them. Our transactions complete. If they want to never make another Diablo game again, okay, I'll just keep playing Torchlight or something. You right. know, someone will eventually make something that I want to buy if Blizzard wants to stay in business they will make something I want to buy right but the the people who sit there I mean I don't get the hate for Diablo 3 and you and I have talked about this a mm-hmm. lot lately because I just keep bringing it up and you have yeah. no choice but very true <laughs> I I just don't understand the hate towards that game I really like the game and to for people to say how bad bright in color it is what? <laughs> have Have you watched this the same game that I have? yeah when they you know when, like when a, a wizard or whatever the name is when when some character has a spell cast and it's like bright red is that what your fucking problem is that the fucking spell, you know the magic missile or whatever is bright red? You got your priorities mixed up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I and I was just so annoyed to hear all the coverage talk about how Diablo's returning to its dark roots. <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> why like why does everything have to be muted? in order to to meet your approval like and you keep telling me don't read the comments and I just keep doing I'm it
0: like why are you doing it cuz
1: i need something to be mad about i mean aside from all the other things that i'm mad about yeah just people it's so weird to see people think they're being objective about something so subjective right and now i just kind of read out of gross curiosity to see how deluded are you that this is a something you're getting so worked up about and b like that you're it's one of the th- i have a coworker i have a coworker my thoughts are my own uh that i have talked about before i believe that is the type of person that Rails against millennials for being so easily offended. But one time, I made a joke about her stealing my ice at work. And she has not let it go for almost two years. Talk about easily offended. All I did is say, hey, stop taking my ice from the refrigerator. It's not my ice. It's no one's ice. Because it's everybody's ice. She still won't let it go want to talk about easily offended? How about someone who can't let ice go? How about that?
0: You're like, I'm, I'm kidding.
1: Yeah, I was like, dude, it was a joke. I don't own the ice. No one owns the ice. Maybe the building, but they let us have it. So, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not mine. That, well, was, that was a joke.
0: I'll never use your fucking ice again. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: cool. More ice for me then. I mean, there's ice machines on 18 and 19, but whatever, dude. <laughs> I just don't want to walk down there to get it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Diablo 4, I'm excited about it. I yeah, me too. I think it me looks too. awesome. I mean,
1: it's not coming out for another four years, but... Right. You know... But I'll, the seed is planted. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I was really hoping that they were going to announce a whole bunch of things, like... Maybe a Diablo 2 remaster and maybe an actual expansion for Diablo nah, 3.
0: No, no, but
1: one out of three ain't bad, I guess. Yeah. So
0: but uh all right. Let's see. This week uh I, I've been still getting records, excited about records. Love I, records. I can I
1: can see one right in front of me.
0: That's right, baby. Uh Detroit Record Club on Woodward and between i want to say it is uh 12 and 11 mile closer to 12 okay is awesome really really cool spot really great people there uh, it's a guy who is has had a passion for records has wanted to open up a boutique it is not a crate digging record store oh so it doesn't you know like found sound mm-hmm. you go there and you're like I'll see you in half an hour. Right. (laughs) Um, Cool bins, lots of great uh, selection, but very curated by the tastes of the the employees. Okay. Um, But I bought mezzanine. Oh, no way. Which um, I'm really happy with how that uh, sounds. And that is, I just picked up uh, the Misfits Volume 1 Best Of. Collection 1. Collection 1. And I bought... um, nirvana oh, well i bought the nirvana i just got the nirvana 25th anniversary of unplugged but that was a direct order from oh, uh okay. from nirvana to, uh, their store and okay. a total uh shipping ripoff oh, like, really? yeah i think the disc was like 34 and shipping was 10 bucks jesus christ and like the thing is if you now that I'm buying records, I'm also selling some records because right. like if I don't listen to it, I'm like, why am I, why keeping, am I this keeping this Yeah, when I can make a couple bucks back Yeah, and um, I can get more on Discog selling it than I can trading it into a record store. Oh, yeah, definitely. So the best deal in American shipping is media mail. You can ship a record for four bucks anywhere in the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. How, so, do, you do, how do you do that? You just put it. In, you just put it into the shippers like I have, and then you're like, "I would like to send this media mail, please," and they go, "Okay," and then. But where do I mean? You can take USPS. It. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, it's the postal service. See, this go downstairs. Yep, <laughs> I just go downstairs, and I'm like, "Here you go," and I've sold nice. three records now. So cool! Yeah, happy to get them out of the collection and into somebody's collection. Who yeah, wants them? I, I I
1: keep telling myself that I need to go through my, my CDs because I have
0: so many. Well, did you see a longtime friend of the show, Bill Paskins, finally put up like, I'm done. I'm done with media. I've had it. And he's getting rid of he's everything. He's getting rid of everything. Oh, my God. The big thing he said is like, I've moved from New York to L.A. to New York to L.A. and I've not unboxed these things. Oh wow. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like when you I'm I'm the same way. Like I have CDs under the house like when you haven't touched them in 5 to 10 years. Oh man, I haven't touched some of these CDs
1: since I was in college. Yeah. Like the industrial stuff that I have. There are some things that I would keep, but 90% of the stuff I was getting when I was a DJ and I would see it in the used bin, I like I mean for real I think that I have listened to that Cobalt 60 CD once. Yeah. I got it because there was a song on there that I would play on the radio. That is why I got it. Yeah. So there's a ton of stuff that I could take to, I don't know, a a record store near me and be like, hey, have a million things. Want to buy any? But I'm going to be getting $1 or $2 per
0: CD. Or pennies.
1: Yeah. Where Discogs, I know I should. I just... I've, I've been busy lately man. well been, i mean that's the I've been thing planning trips and stuff so i
0: mean seriously it's one to three dollars a disc i mean you're not even from discogs going to yeah. make a mint you're better off finding like out going through your stuff seeing if there you have anything that's like special I have, some stu- I have some stuff that's out of print out of print like that's the stuff that you need to take over there and right now it's probably still only gonna be ten to twenty bucks at best. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that honking on Bobo that I bought was like <laughs> it was like twenty bucks. I mean it wasn't oh wow. Okay. It wasn't a lot. But I'm still loving records and um excited to listen to Unplugged because I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard more than a couple songs off of it in a long time. Uh Where did you sleep last night is probably one of the it's a stone cold closer so yeah yeah all right uh, uh well i'm i'm also into
1: good place i think i've been catching up on on this season um i was halfway through an episode and then i was like oh shit i'm gonna be late
0: <laughs> so I had to run over here I, I could have told you wait just watch it yeah yeah <laughs> Rosemarie was not happy about
1: bath. Time. She was not. I got here and it was there was there was some kicking and some screaming yeah. and then you were like, well, maybe Matt wants you to take a bath and I looked at her and I was like, I think you should. And then the kicking stopped. The kicking stopped. <laughs> she was
0: like, well, an outside force.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, now that it's 3. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, Mr. Matt is important. Yeah. <laughs> I trust his opinion now. Um, yeah, I I know there's like five episodes up. I just haven't watched them yet. Mm-hmm. I will watch them because I know this is the last season too. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. I I've
1: there have been some parts that have been very funny. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that the entire thing isn't funny. I'm I'm just saying that I tend it's to such a think clever show. Yeah, it is. It, it definitely is. I I tend to think of some things for some reason as like peaks and valleys, and it's how many peaks and valleys it has. And this this has had a lot of good peaks, so awesome. I I definitely recommend it. Yeah, i I would
0: say that the last season you could tell was just framework. Mm. There was up, good setting up setting up the last season. Yeah, so there was good episodes in there. I'm yeah, not definitely. Saying there weren't, but I mean, basically,
1: anytime they give Jason anything to do. <laughs> oh. his, his one-liners are so fucking funny. <laughs> Donkey Doug. <laughs> Just anything about Jacksonville, man.
0: Oh. <laughs> Other than that, Donkey Doug is his dad. Yeah. His <laughs> the fucking best. There's a blooper where he's like, I'm Donkey Doug. He's like, no, you're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You can get in contact with me at Matt Noss on Twitter. Um, I am at Karate Dracula on Twitter. And, Instagram. Uh, oh, and we are Matters Pod on Facebook and Twitter as well. We haven't touched those in like you know, fucking year. Are them. they still active? You tell hey, us. You tell us. I mean, they're there. <laughs> they i can't do anything. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. The strain. Hey, coolie Aid.
1: <laughs> mine, mine sounded like a fly that got stuck in a screen door. <laughs>
0: His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all That matters
1: It was a good try. It was, it was a, a try. solid try.